social media is not so much about sharing uh, just on your own wall as much as it is sharing anywhere that you can go. We interrupt this program to bring you this important message. Welcome to Marketing Interruption, a daily podcast powered by Blue Tusker that interrupts your day with marketing news, tips and strategies from an entrepreneur who lives and breathes marketing. Now, let the interruption begin with your host, Andrew Maff. Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of Marketing Interruption. I'm Andrew Maffetone, your host, and today we are doing a recap of the week like I do every Friday, which you should know by now since this is week two. Um... So we're going to recap everything. This week, we kind of did a whole theme on, on social media. It was a, a little more high level uh, uh, for this first round. And one of the first things we talked about was obviously leveraging um, just regular organic posts for social media on how to drive more leads, more tra- uh, more sales, things like that. And I know that one of the big things I had mentioned was the community manager. And I still hold very strong to that uh, since obviously my opinion doesn't change since Monday. Um, but basically hiring a community manager, make sure that they're doing some outreach and get involved in a conversation. Social media is not so much about sharing, uh, just on your own wall as much as it is sharing anywhere that you can go. So leave your little bubble of your own profile and go talk to people on other people's profiles and join other conversations. That is what will start to bring in much more traffic, not only to your social media page, but will also give you the opportunity to reach out to people who are asking specific questions and then you can then provide them with a solution, which ideally is what you're selling. We also talked about ads, talked about how social media ads on Tuesday, about how uh, retargeting is the easiest thing that you could do on the face of this planet and I think everyone should be doing them. I don't care what business you're in. Uh, and how e-commerce sellers also have the added benefit of being able to do an abandoned cart. So definitely someone should be able to run that email. And we also talked about the top of funnel email, uh, one of my favorites to do is uh, to do a video ad that's typical conversion uh, uh, objective ad that is targeting to the website, but then also setting up a retargeting that I believe I referred to as a baby retargeting ad or something like that, where you're retargeting someone who has watched that that top of funnel video but still did not click over, but they watched enough of that video to show interest. So one of the things I didn't mention is that that first video needs to have some length to it. doesn't need to be wildly long. We're still talking about social media here. So if you still want to run on Instagram, I would push it almost all the way to that minute limit. And the reason is is that you can get more data out of when people are dropping off on that video and then when you can target them. Um, the other thing we spoke about was SEO guidelines with YouTube. So we talked about the title, the thumbnail, the tags, and using tags for YouTube, that Chrome extension. Uh, the description, the CTAs I put in the description, all the extra attributes and stuff in the back end. I talked about the uh, cards and the end screen, all that extra stuff. Um, so obviously if you're a big YouTuber or you're trying to be a big YouTuber, I highly suggest listening to that episode. And yesterday we talked about YouTube ads, which are fantastic and work very, very well and can also bleed you dry if you do them wrong. So definitely talked about adding... Um, more specific videos that you're targeting, how to target those specific videos, how to find those videos, which ones you should still be targeting, and so on. Uh, And then today, 
obviously, when we do these, I like to touch on a couple things. So obviously, it's still a relatively new podcast. So I mentioned uh, last week when we started this that I reached out to a bunch of colleagues to ask them uh, to give me some questions on stuff that they wanted to hear. And naturally, they took that as an opportunity to try to stump me. Uh, so one of the questions I got is uh, from a good uh, a good friend of mine, also an old colleague, Patrick, who asked me, uh, what is the easiest and most affordable way to reach the most accurate target audience for my company slash brand, and how do I find said audience? So thanks, Pat, for really tossing out the simple one. So <laughs> easiest and most affordable way to reach the most accurate target audience. That is one, this is going to be one of my favorite answers uh, where I say, well, it depends. Um, And that will probably be my answer on a lot of things because it kind of depends on what your industry is. So affordable and easy way. Well, that's going to be dependent on where your business is at and what your current needs are. If you need leads right now and you have funding, then you can just do paid advertising. Start doing paid ads, drive them to gated content, do some retargeting, uh, do whatever you have to do to get that email. Paid ads is the quickest way to gain uh, new emails, a new list. The difficulty with that is as soon as you turn the paid ads off, you're done. Like you're, you're not getting leads anymore. You're not getting anything. So then you have the other option. If you go, okay, I have a little bit of capital I can invest, not a ton, but I'm okay with getting leads slowly over time and then starting to scale there. That's a content play. So now we're talking about creating content and building your organic traffic. The best part about doing that is that when you stop creating content, that traffic is still there from the content you created. So when you're creating content and you're creating blog posts or videos or anything like that, that's an asset. Every time you make one of these, it's an asset. Every time I do a podcast, it's an asset. When I run ads, Every time I run ads, it's great, but as soon as I turn them off, they're gone. So it kind of depends on where your business is at and what you're doing. I know you personally, and I know your business and where you're at. So I know that uh, you have a, a big arm in, in commercial real estate, and I know that you, um, your company probably has the capital to do a little bit of both here. <laughs> so I would suggest for you guys specifically, if, if that's where you got this question from or if you just did this to mess with me, um, I would start on a, on, on a content play. You have the capital, you have plenty of time, and I would consider that an investment uh, going forward. I don't think you have a massive lead issue right now. I think that you just want to make sure that leads are staying consistent. So I would definitely do more of a content play. So you want to create blog posts um, or anything like that tied around people who are more likely to work with you. I don't like to do content that is very specific to what I'm selling. I like to do content that is very specific to the person I'm selling to. So for example, let me give you something here. Um, years ago, I, was, uh, I, I had an agency that focused on e-commerce sellers, specifically e-commerce sellers. I sold marketing services, but I didn't just talk about marketing services. We did a lot of blog posts that were towards their operational side or towards how to deal with inventory or how to deal with stuff that I have real no expertise in. However, I know that that's what my audience wanted to hear. So you have to figure out what audiences you're trying to find and you have to speak to them about what it is they want to hear, not what it is that you're selling. And I think that that would probably be my answer to your your second part there of how do I find said audience. You need to create enough content that they find you. If you're doing paid advertising, especially for your business where I know you're in commercial real estate, 
you can obviously do keywords and you can go a much more specific there, but otherwise you want them to come to you. I hate outbound. I will never cold sale, I will never cold call anyone in my life. I refuse, I'm not doing that. I want that first sale call to be very relaxed. I want them to be more calm and go, hey, I saw you wrote about this and I think that you may be able to help me and go, great, here's what we do, here's how I can help, here's what I think you should be doing, blah, blah, the typical stuff. I'm not gonna cold call someone and be like, hey, I saw this and I think you can use my help. It's almost offensive where you're like, hey, you suck at this, call me. So I prefer people to come to me. So in that reference, I always try to go the content play if you can invest in it. Um, further down the road, it, to me, it's not as it's not as costly as paid ads are in the beginning. Paid ads get you quicker results, but they won't last if you ever turn off paid ads for whatever reason. And I'm only doing one question a week right now uh, until I start to get more from people who aren't friends and family. <laughs> uh, and then uh, news. So this is uh, we're obviously later um, into July slash August ish now. And in July, a lot of the a lot of the big behemoth guys on on turned off their Facebook ads, and I was so excited, not because I really didn't think it was going to have that much of an, uh, a a problem. I thought that I was like, okay, maybe we'll see some some results, but I don't think this is going to be that big of a deal. There was an interesting t- statistic I read that uh, the top 100 advertisers on on Facebook ads is only 6% of their revenue. So the big guys that all pulled out isn't breaking Facebook's bank. It still woke them up. I know that they're still doing some stuff. I have a guy that I work with uh, at Facebook, and he sent me over like the, here's our you know PDF that they're telling us to send everyone to explain that we're trying. Um, but the interesting thing was, I was so excited because I was like, oh, this is a fun test. Let's see what happens. And so I went, and with every Facebook account that I had access to, I took CPMs from every day, starting from like the end of June all the way through today. And I've already noticed specifically on July 1st, hard drop, 25% drop in CPM, which is amazing to me. Um, doesn't mean anything if your conversion rate sucks, but that's your own problem. That's something we'll <laughs> tackle another time. But it's definitely very interesting that it's come down. It's slowly starting to teeter back up. And from what I know, everyone's going to go back to normal and those behemoths will probably be back in, in August. Uh, and everything will go back to, to the way it was before. But it was very interesting to see what happens there. And it's going to be very interesting to hear what those companies may have learned. I know a lot of, of people who specialize in Facebook advertising really want to know, um, so what were the results that you saw? Because we all get that question all the time of like, what would happen if I turned off pay, my advertising? But no one's ever ballsy enough to actually do it. Um so that is something I wanted to touch on today. Of course, I greatly appreciate everyone came out and listened uh, to this podcast. Please make sure that you send in your questions to marketinginterruption at bluetusker.com. Rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for joining us for today's Marketing Interruption. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And don't forget to email marketinginterruption at bluetusker.com with any marketing questions you'd like to have answered on the show and head over to marketinginterruption.bluetusker.com to catch up on past episodes. Until next time, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.